Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast by Urban Partners. I'm your host, Ian McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And tell the show we're talking about what are interest rates going to do over the long term. And this comes from list of the show, Ange, Ange Strang, who actually was on the show. And she said, hey, Ed, got a question for your podcast. Would love to hear how you came to an average interest rate of 4.5% in your 15-year model. So in our model, in our return on investment spreadsheet, we set long-term interest rates. And you can always change these, but we usually say 4.5%. And she said, over the long term, average interest rate being about 6%. So she said, could you talk about this? So what I've done for you, Ange, is I've actually crunched the data of, well, what has, on average, the one-year fixed interest rate been over the long term? And over the last 10 years, it's actually been a little bit less than the 4.5% that we use in the model. It's been about 4.3% on average. Now, if we look at all data, which is probably about the last 20 years, then the one-year fixed interest rate has, on average, been about 5.8%, so a bit higher than we use. Here's the thing. I feel quite comfortable looking at more recent data, like using the 10-year average, because so much has changed over time, and that's what we're going to talk about. I mean, you know, generally, I probably would use an average of all data, but when things are moving in one particular direction, in this case down, I do think it's okay to use a little bit more recent. So the first reason that we use the 4.5% as the long term is because the last 10 years on average, it's actually been a bit lower than that. And what's the second reason, Andrew? Well, the second reason is that over the long term, interest rates have been decreasing. And there's this excellent graph from Visual Capitalist. And actually, oh, you're into the graphs now, oh, are you? Well, only because you put them in front of me. And if you're interested, Google this, and this is the 700-year decline of interest rates. Yeah, just Google visualising the 700-year fall of interest rates. And what this shows is how all the way back to 1310, God, the interest rates were very high. Of course, they weren't <laughs> operating money markets, but they've gone through and looked at, well, what have the interest rates been for various loans and plotted it over time? So let's talk about some of those. So in 1340, there was a guy called Simon Van Halen who lent £1,500 to King Edward III for an annualised rate of 35%. Yep, and then what happened Pretty in, extreme. What happened in 1832? The Rothschild family lent some money to the Catholic Church for a mere 6%. Pretty good deal. Then today's Treasury bonds, the 10-year is currently 3.5%. The key point is there is a major change or downward trend in interest rates over the long term. And I think that's why the average of the previous 10 years is a better indicator for, you know, what are interest rates going to be in the future than the average over the previous 20 years. And, you know, that might all sound a bit left field because we're talking about what happened in the year 1340. <laughs> but I do want to bring this back into a New Zealand context. And I'm going to talk to you about what's called the neutral interest rate. Now, we're going to get nerdy, but stick with me on this. So... The Reserve Bank has this concept of what the neutral OCR is. Now, this is the Reserve Bank's interest rate that neither stimulates the economy, so they're neither trying to put some gas into the economy to get it going, and similarly, they're not trying to contain it either. They're not trying to hold the economy back for whatever reason, like they are today. Now, it's not a single rate, it's more of an estimate. There are lots of caveats about this, so if you want to learn more, check out the most recent monetary policy statement. But 22 years ago, so the year 2000, turn of the century, the Reserve Bank thought that this rate, the neutral rate, was 4%. Today, they think it is 2%, so it's gone down a bit. Now, what does that mean? 
Well, it means that interest rates and the interest rates that the Reserve Bank are going to set are going to be lower today than they were 22 years ago. And that's really what you need to factor in. And I tell you what, I'll bring this back to mortgage interest rates now, but I called up Nick Goodall the other day from CoreLogic, and this was after all of the interest rates started changing again, and I said, Nick, I want to talk to some more people because I'm just a, I'm the only economist at Opus Partners, and sometimes I feel like I need some friends. I was like, how are you guys thinking about interest rates? How are you going about predicting it? And he said, oh, well, you know, we've, we've looked at the data, and on average, the one-year mortgage interest rate's been about two to two and a half percentage points higher than the OCR. So we look at the OCR, we bang on a margin. And I tell you what, I did feel quite good about this because that's what I was doing about six months ago when we were looking at interest rates. So I thought, oh, well, thank God somebody else is using the same process. Are you saying Nick's copying you? No, that's not what I'm <laughs> suggesting. That's not what I'm suggesting. But, you know, it's quite reassuring, I guess, when you come up with a method independently of why, how we're going to forecast interest rates and then somebody uses a similar method. So if I then apply that to the neutral interest rate, if you say back in 2000, neutral interest rate was 4%, bang on 2 to 2.5%, you'd probably say the long-term one-year interest rate is 6 to 6.5%. So if that was the case, I'd be agreeing with you, Angela. Today, neutral interest rate, about 2%. So you're bang on 2 to 2.5% on top of that, on top of the neutral OCR, and that's when you say, oh, okay, well, maybe the one-year interest rate is going to be 4 to 4.5%. And you can say, well, that's your one-year interest rate. Now, of course, there's significant uncertainty about that, but I kind of say, well, if the last 10 years on average has been 4.34% and the neutral interest rate plus a margin's about 4.5%, that's how we get to that 4.5 percentage points as the long-term rate. But of course, Andrew, let me ask you that. Is the one-year interest rate actually going to be 4.5% for the 13 years we put into the spreadsheet? No, definitely not. I mean, they will be higher and lower sometimes, but they won't always be 4.5%. Because events happen. And actually, I tell you this, there is a great quote, because I'm into politics, you know yeah, this, you from the Prime Minister of the UK, Harold Macmillan, back in the late 50s, early 60s. And I remember reading a quote where he was asked what the greatest challenge of being a statesman was, which is a great word, by the way. And he said, events, my dear boy, events. Because <laughs> Why has he got the voice that you do for me? <laughs> oh, grumpy old Englishman. And... Effectively, what he's saying there is things are going to crop up that are going to increase interest rates and decrease interest rates. And even if you look over the last five years, what have you seen? We've seen COVID and we've seen inflation and we've seen a technical recession where we had massive shutdowns of the economy. And then Lord knows what's going to happen next year. We're currently going through significant conflict in Europe between Ukraine and Russia, and that's having economic effects as well. There are lots of things that are going to happen, but you do need some mathematical basis for your decision making. And if you're going to create a cash flow forecast, a long-term cash flow forecast, you do need to put a number in your spreadsheet for what you think the interest rate's going to be. And so over the long term, 4.5%, I'm pretty comfortable. But actually, some people might say, Andrew, well, why is it then that the neutral interest rate, the Reserve Bank's saying, well, if we didn't want to stimulate the economy, we didn't want to bring it back, might be 4%. Now it's down to 2-ish percent. Why might that have decreased? Well, I think a big part of this is probably comes down to debt because asset prices are up, people have more debt. And so a smaller increase in the interest rates will have a larger impact 
on our back pocket, how much money we've actually got to spend because we're servicing debt. I think that's exactly right because then a small increase in interest rates, as we've seen, really does start to have an impact on the repayments that you are making on that debt. And so you are going to see that change in consumer behaviour. So Angela, those are the three main reasons. One, we look at the 10-year average. Two, we look at the long-term structural decline in interest rates. And then three, we take the estimate of the neutral interest rate and we bang on a margin of 2 to 2.5%. And I think somewhere between 4 to 4.5% is probably fair enough for that long-term forecast based on where we're sitting right now. Right, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast. really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, tell you what, if you're thinking about investing in property over the next, I'll call it year, then it might be the right time to come in for a portfolio planning session. Easy way to sign up for that. Whip out your phone, send us a text, text the word plan to 5522. We'll give you a buzz, see if it's the right fit. listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Steve McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. We're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time, 